certification frameworks like Label Back Carbon can be one of the solutions to fund the transition towards low carbon production system. And it's true that these payments can be an incentive for farmers. Uh, we can see that in France, we have more and more farmers involved. So today, 1,250 agricultural projects of beef and dairy farms have been certified by the Ministry for Ecological Transition, and it represents 660,000 tons of CO2 equivalent avoided. Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and on this week's episode, we feature Anise Laholt from the Irish Livestock Institute, who gave a presentation at the Chagas National Beef Conference, discussing how farmers can be paid for reducing their carbon footprint based on the experience in France. So, first of all, uh, in 2015, uh, the French Ministry for Ecological Transition uh, published its roadmap to achieve uh, the uh, objective for climate neutrality in France by 2050. Uh, and one of the uh, one of the solutions to achieve uh, these objectives uh, was to create in 2018 the French label bas carbone. So, what is this French label bas carbone? Uh, so, it's a certification uh, framework to uh, certify low carbon projects in France, uh, whatever the sector, not only forestry or agriculture. Uh, so, first of all, a decree uh, was published in 2018 by the Ministry uh, to uh, to set the, the framework of this label by carbon. So, what is the baseline? Uh, what is the lifetime of projects? Uh, how will uh, be the, how will be taken into account the risk of non-permanence? Uh, the co-benefits that have to be taken into account too. Uh, so it's really the general framework. Then each each sector uh, has the uh, possibility to submit a method. Uh, so experts and stakeholders verifies verify this method uh, that is then approved by the ministry. Uh, and uh, to, the first method that has been approved by the ministry is the method for the beef, dairy, and crops farms. Uh, so once the method is approved, uh, the ministry can certify local projects. Uh, then there is an independent um, auditor to check the emissions reduction that has, have been achieved through these uh, local projects. Uh, and then it enables citizens, uh, companies or communities to fund these emissions reductions that are then recognized, fully recognized by the ministry. So, as I said, this uh, decree sets uh, the baseline, the calculation method, uh, additionality too. Uh, and the objective is really to attract funding towards French projects, uh, guaranteeing the uh, environmental quality of this project. Uh, it's true that today there is a growing interest for local projects. Uh, and today, uh, founders or companies, citizens uh, or communities. Uh, and today, uh, several methods have been approved. So, as I said, in uh, very different sectors. Uh, so, three methods in the forestry sector, two in the building sector, one in the transport sector, uh, one in the marine environment, and six in the agricultural sector. And I will talk about it specifically. So I talked about the carbon agree method. Uh, as I said, it's a 
method that is uh, that was created for farms with at least a dairy, beef, or crops production unit. Uh, there are other eligibility criteria. Uh, so respecting nitrate directive uh, with not more than 170 kilograms of organic nitrogen per hectare. And uh, during the, the project certified by the Carbon Agri Method, maintaining or increasing carbon storage. So what is the scope of this method? Uh, here you have an extract of a result coming from the Captware tool uh, developed by the French Livestock Institute. So it's a tool to uh, assess the carbon footprint of farms. Uh, and it's a tool that is recognized in the frame of the Carbon Agri Method uh, to, um, to be used for these low carbon projects. So it's based on the life cycle analysis. Uh, and here, uh, as you can see, all the farm is taken into account uh, to assess uh, the carbon footprint. Uh, so not only uh, the, uh, the emissions coming from the farms, but also uh, manufacturing and transportation of inputs. And then it ends at uh, farm's gates. Uh, so here you have the, the results of the capture tool uh, for a farm. Uh, to know where uh, do the GAG emissions come from for uh, this farm specifically. So what is covered by this carbon agri method? So indirect emissions reduction, direct emissions reductions, and also carbon storage. So uh, the carbon agri method also described the follow-up steps. Uh, so it's for project, uh, projects uh, that last uh, five years. Uh, so the first step is to recruit farmers and to notify the project to the ministry. Then there is a carbon audit carried out on the farm and also a carbon action plan that is built uh, by, the, by the farmer and the advisor with a choice of practices to put in place during the project. Uh, then uh, the, the project is certified by the ministry and then the farmer can implement the practices. There is a midterm control to assess that practices are well put in place or if there is any adaptation to, to do. Then a final, final uh, carbon audit to, uh, to assess the implementation of the practices and to calculate the real carbon gain achieved by the farmer. Uh, then there is a verification by an independent auditor and at the end, the, the reductions, emissions uh, achieved by the farmer are, uh, are recognized by the ministry. So here you have all the practices that are proposed in the method and that can be put in place. So practices concerning GHG emissions, so herd management, herd feeding, uh, energy consumption, etc. And also practices that concern carbon storage, uh, such as um, cultivated surfaces management uh, or management of agroecological elements. The carbon agri method also uh, define the co-benefits that are followed during the lifetime of the project to make sure that uh, the projects uh, won't have a negative impact on other environmental indicators. So we take into account water quality, uh, with the kilogram of nitrogen per hectare, hair quality with the kilogram of ammonia per hectare, energy consumption, uh, agronomy with plants cover and irrigation, biodiversity with the hectare of 
biodiversity equivalent, uh, energy, renewable energy production, uh, deforestation with the reduction of soya consumption, and also direct distribution. So how the, the carbon gain is calculated with this carbon agri method? Uh, so the carbon gain is uh, the, the tons of CO2 avoided thanks to this project. So we do the difference between uh, the uh, initial, uh, the initial uh, situation, so the baseline, and a situation with the project put in place uh, during the certification period. So here uh, we take uh, the milk carbon footprint, so the what amount of CO2 equivalent uh, are emitted per uh, kilogram of product, so per liter of milk or per kilogram of meat. Uh, we multiply it uh, by the milk production. Uh, so we have the initial and the final situation and we do the difference between uh, the initial and the final situations to get uh, the tons of CO2 avoided. For the crops and for uh, carbon sequestration, we uh, we consider uh, the area. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we have uh, then the carbon uh, avoided on uh, farm scale. Uh, so the formula is simplified here, but we also, uh, just to let you know that we also take into account uh, the year uh, when the practices are put in place, because um, as uh, when a practice is put in place earlier during the lifetime of the project, of course, it would have uh, a, a more important impact uh, on uh, GAG emissions. So we also take into account uh, this, uh, this information. So then how do we involve farmers in low carbon strategy? So in France, there are several projects uh, with public funds, so on regional, national or U European scales and also France Carbon Agri projects. And I will talk about it uh, later uh, and uh, explain you what is it about. Uh, and uh, con concerning the stakeholders following farmers on, on the field and doing all the advising uh, the carbon audit technical visits. Uh, it's most of the time uh, local, local organizations like chambers of agriculture, milk control, uh, cooperatives, farmers associations and advisory companies. So I just wanted to give you an example, a concrete uh, example of a farm uh, that uh, put in place a mitigation action plan uh, to uh, to get uh, to get um, to to reduce uh, carbon footprint uh, on the farm. So here it's a, a farm with 95 circular cows, uh, and uh, here you have some technical uh, information concerning the farm. And the initial carbon footprint uh, was of 14.1 uh, kilogram of CO2 equivalent per kilogram of live meat. So. Uh, the, the mitigation action plan uh, is composed of four practices, so increasing the surface of catch crops from 12 to 27 hectares, uh, reducing the use of mineral fertilizers, improving the sanitary conditions of animals by reducing um, the calving interval from 395 to 380 days, and also producing renewable electricity with photovoltaic panels. 
and here uh, you have the emissions reduction. So on the right, you have extract of uh, the capture results. Uh, so the first uh, the first slide uh, showed the uh, the results of the initial audit, and here on this slide you can see the results of a simulation carried out in Capture to see uh, once the practices are put in place what is the impact on the carbon footprint, and here uh, the final carbon footprint that should be achieved by the farmer is of 12.1 kilogram of CO2 equivalent per kilogram of live meat. Uh, this uh, mitigation action plan also enables to reduce uh, carbon footprint of cash crops, to reduce the nitrate surplus, uh, and at the end to uh, avoid the emissions of 608 tons of CO2 equivalent, including 30 tons of carbon storage and 578 tons of emissions reductions. So, I will now talk about France Carbon Agri, so an example of national aggregator. So what are the roles of France Carbon Agri? So it's, uh, in the first place, it was a farm, an association created by Farmers Association. Um, the objective was really that uh, the decisions uh, regarding, uh, for example, the price of carbon credits remain uh, in the hands of the, the farmers and not, for example, uh, uh, not decided by downstream, downstream companies. Uh, so France Carbon Agri, uh, has the role of aggregate, uh, the, um, aggregate the, the dossiers, uh, of, uh, farmers, uh, so farmers following by local project developers. And then FCAA submit them to, uh, the French Ministry of, uh, en Environment to get the Label by Carbon certification. So, FCAA do all the, the administrative job of uh, following the, the farmers. Uh, so it um, do, does the link with the ministry. It also does the link with an independent auditor for the, the final verification of the emissions reduction. And uh, FCAA, FCAA is also in charge of uh, finding uh, funders to uh, pay uh, farmers for their emissions reductions. Uh, and all all this organization is formalized uh, with two contracts. So one linking the farmers, the project developers, and uh, FCAA, and another one uh, between FCAA and uh, the funders of these low carbon projects. Uh, so FCAA launched uh, four call of projects involving around two thousand five hundred farmers. Uh, today, the carbon credit uh, price is of 40 euros per ton of CO2 equivalent. So it's the carbon credit uh, decided by France Carbon Agri. Uh, so for the farmer, it's 32 euros per ton of CO2 equivalent. The project developer gets 5 euros uh, per ton of CO2 equivalent and FCA 3 euros per ton of CO2 equivalent. So as you can see, uh, the farms are located uh, in all the, the country. Uh, and uh, on average, this uh, this project, so the the third projects that have been the third three projects that have been submitted to the ministry, uh, enabled to uh, avoid around 550 uh, tons of CO2 per farm. Um, and the fourth project will be submitted in December 2023. Uh, so. 
Today, what is the state of the voluntary carbon market and what are the strategies adopted by, by companies regarding this voluntary carbon market? So to, to do the link with the, the potential uh, buyers of carbon credits and funders of uh, low carbon projects, um, just some explanations on what is a label by carbon certificate. Uh, so uh, these certificates um, uh, are considered as the purchase of a service delivery. So for example, offsetting the residual emissions of a company, uh, uh, it can be a voluntary contribution to the climate change mitigation or a reduction on scope three of a company. And once bought, these certificates are not transferable to another company. So some figures uh, concerning the evolution of the voluntary market between 2021 and 2022. So as you can see, there has been an increase of 31% uh, concerning the tons of CO2 equivalent sold in the world. And it represents an increase of 75% uh, uh, concerning the, the, the value of this, um, of the total, uh, money devolved to this, uh, to this voluntary carbon market. So it means that in 2022, the price uh, of the carbon credits, uh, was higher than in, than the year before. The average price today in the world is of 6.1, uh, euros per, uh, per carbon credit. And here you have the, the, so the, the main uh, certification uh, that are used in the world. So Vera gold standard, um, that, uh, that are used today. And, uh, some insights concerning the level of trust in carbon credits uh, system. Uh, today it's true that the level of trust is, the level of trust is quite low. Uh, for example, uh, The Guardian described uh, a scandal in carbon credits in January 2023. So it concerned uh, Vera carbon credits uh, with the fact that the, the carbon credits uh, were, were overestimated. Um, and also what is uh, an issue is also the lack of transparency uh, from companies buying these carbon credits. So what about uh, the label by carbon? Uh, so first of all, there are reservations about it because it's not uh, a strict, strictly speaking, certificate uh, carbon credits because it's considered as certificates. Uh, also, these certificates are not transferable, and uh, the audit is too late in the lifetime of the project uh, to have uh, a control on the the emissions reductions really achieved uh, by the project developers. But there are some advantages. Uh, first of all, the high quality of low carbon projects uh, certified, uh, the high and also the high level of remuneration for these projects. Uh, for example, when we compare the, the price um, of carbon credits uh, sold by FCAA is uh, much higher than the average uh, price of carbon credits in the world. And uh, today, the uh, when we look at the French voluntary carbon market, we see that only 8% of tons of CO2 equivalent avoided uh, come from label by carbon projects. But it's going uh, higher uh, through the years. So what are the, the companies buying uh, these uh, carbon credits or funding these low carbon projects? So um, it 
there are banks, uh, luxury companies, agri-food industry, restaurant chains, service companies, energy companies. Uh, and I just wanted to highlight the example of Lidl. Uh, so Lidl France uh, decided to reduce on scope three uh, to reduce the emissions, GAG emissions on scope three by purchasing label by carbon certificates generated by its own beef suppliers. So it's not carbon credits because, uh, it's a reduction on the old value chain of Lidl France. Um, but, uh, Lidl France decided to, uh, to use the label by carbon certification, uh, because of the high quality of the, the, follow-up of the projects um, certified with this label by carbon. And what are the main purchase criteria for for this uh, company? So first of all, the price of carbon credit, uh, farms location, uh, what are the co-benefits and also the practices implemented. And uh, very interesting information uh, that we, we had this year is that voluntary carbon buyers are the companies that reduce the most their GIG emissions in the first place. So it means that this company, uh, decided, uh, before, uh, before offsetting their, their emissions to reduce, uh, GIG emissions on their all value chain. Uh, now some uh, information concerning low evolution regarding voluntary carbon market. So on uh, on front scale, uh, the, there is the obligation uh, from uh, the 1st of January 2023 to integrate SCOP3 in the carbon footprint of companies with at least uh, 500 employees. Uh, there is also the mandatory of setting of GAG emissions coming from domestic flights and the mandatory of setting of GAG emissions caused by cold fire power plants. And for this last uh, law, uh, the uh, cold fired power plants have to buy carbon credits that are um, coming from French low carbon projects and, for example, from label by carbon projects. So it is mandatory for them to uh, offset uh, by with 100% of French low carbon projects. And on European scale, uh, there is the obligation of publishing a CSR, so Corporate Social Responsibility Report, every year for biggest European companies. So now I will just finish with the certification schemes in Europe. Uh, so in 2022, in November 2022, the European Commission uh, published an union certification framework for carbon removal, so a proposal to to build this framework. Um, so it was adopted by the European Parliament uh, this year. Uh, and uh, so this certification framework is very different. Well, uh, there are some similarities with the label by carbon because uh, the major features of this framework concern quantification, additionality, long-term storage, and also take, taking into account other um, sustainability indicators. Also, the functioning uh, is quite the same uh, with a verification by an independent auditor, a high-quality certification method, and a public reg registration of carbon removals. But on the contrary of the label by carbon, 
it is only for carbon sequestration, so permanent sequestration, carbon farming, or carbon sequestration in products. And it means that uh, GAG emissions uh, reductions are not at all taken into account in this framework. And uh, just to to focus on uh, the life carbon farming project uh, that is coordinated by IDEL and involving uh, Ireland with Chagask and also Spain, Belgium, Germany and Italy. So the objective of this project is to build a result-based rewarding mechanism that is common to these uh, six countries um, and, uh, and at the end to pay farmers for their uh, carbon footprint reductions. Uh, and it's true that uh, it, it can be, um, it can uh, give feedback uh, to the to the European Commission uh, field feedback on uh, how we can implement um, uh, a common certification framework with several European countries. So to conclude, uh, certification frameworks like Label Back Carbon can be one of the solutions to fund the transition towards low carbon uh, production system. Uh, and it's true that this payments can be an incentive for farmers. Uh, we can see that in France, we have more and more, more, and more farmers involved. So today, 1,250 agricultural projects of beef and dairy farms have been certified by the Ministry for Ecological Transition, and it represents um, 660,000 tons of CO2 equivalent avoided. And on the European scale, uh, there is uh, there will be an union certification framework for carbon removals, but as I said, without taking into account emissions reduction. So we can see that this voluntary carbon market is very dynamic, but now rules must be uh, must be set for companies wishing to fund low carbon projects to better uh, clarify the uh, the difference between. Uh, offsetting uh, residual emissions, uh, contributing to low carbon projects, or uh, to uh, reducing GHG emissions on Scope 3. That's all for this week's episode, and further details of the presentations and proceedings from the Chagas National Beef Conference can be found on the Chagas website, and the link is in the podcast text. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.